Hi, it's Sarah, and you're listening to episode 22.5 of She Does Podcast, where you'll meet the music maker that soundtracked episode 22 with Andrea Sisson. Living in a city where I mostly walk, bike, and take the train, I don't often get to scan through the radio in a car like I would when I zipped around the suburbs back in high school. But a few months ago, I found myself enjoying a car driving, radio listening experience. I stopped the radio from scanning stations and settled into an unfamiliar but uplifting track that was hard to ignore. Warm, locomotive synth tones filled the car, rising and falling to different levels of intensity. And I'm not that great at identifying instrumentation and describing music, but I know how this track made me feel. Alive. The track was called Grey's, Doom and Gloom Mantra. You're listening to it right now. It's a 12-minute long song that carried me all the way home. And I'd like to thank whoever was DJing 90.3 FM, WZBC, Boston College's radio station, for exposing me to the music of Stag Hair. Stag Hair is a project led by one person, Zara, Asha, Moonbeam, Biggs, Garrick. And when I asked her what's influenced the music she's been making, she had a few ideas. I mean, I did used to play in a, in a Scottish band, and I think the whole modal form of music where it's all in one key, like, uh, which is like Scottish, Irish, and like Indian music and all like that. But the bigger influence is the physical environment of Salt Lake City, Utah, which is where Zara grew up and lives today. In terms of how open it is and how much natural world you're kind of exposed to. I basically live at the foot of the Rocky Mountains, like a huge mountain range. And then that opens out into the vast white salt flats. With, from around the flats, there's kind of just a ring of mountains. You're kind of surrounded by these mountainscapes all the time. Growing up, my, my mom would always take us on a lot of trips places, so I'd always spend a lot of time in the car looking out the window at these long, expansive landscapes, like driving south to Arizona through the desert. I'd say that huge, huge influence on on my approach to music and sound. Zara has released eight albums under Stag Hair, which has been compared to bands like Pink Floyd and Animal Collective. Stag Hair tracks are longer, usually over 10 minutes, and they're lyricless, perhaps fitting into the trance music genre. But many of these tracks play with sounds from the outdoors, like trickling water, wind chimes, bells, and birds chirping. These elements might make you feel like dancing amongst trees in a forest, rather than strangers in a dark, sweaty venue. Sarah has always found recording to be easier because she could just sit down and do it on her own. And though she loves performing for a live audience, it's taken a bit more to figure out. In recent years, she's discovered ways that she likes to do it. There's the recording side and then there's the performing side and they're almost like two different things, but they do relate to each other. And so where I'm at right now with what I'm releasing does not necessarily apply to what I'm doing live. When I'm releasing new material, it's just more material that I can, in the live setting, I can draw on that material and rework it to fit into the live environment. As far as making the albums and the recordings, I think of it more maybe in terms of like like film or like painting or something like that, which is kind of a different mindset than I'm in when I'm performing. So, I don't know, I feel like I'm still just really exploring like out those different things and kind of watching it play out in real time. 
In fourth grade, Zara got into a British book series called Redwall. It's a fantasy world of animal characters, and they all live in a place called Redwall. And there was one particular character called Basil Hare, and his nickname was Stag. It was Basil Stag Hare. And for whatever reason, I really liked this character. Like, in my fantasy world, would pretend to be this character. And, like, I remember, like, writing emails to, to family and stuff, and I would sign him as, as him. And then later, after doing other music projects and stuff, when I decided that I really wanted to focus on a long-term project, that name just seemed really obvious. I will add also, though, that since then, I, I've discovered a very, very close connection to deer in particular, not particularly stag, which is the male deer, but more the female deer. But I, I think it's interesting there that kind of mix of two different, two different animals, and I kind of relate to that mix of two things. In a lot of ways, I've always felt that I am in line with the feminine, that I, I've always seen myself as female. But in a lot of ways also, I, I've kind of just felt like that was just my own personal thing. It wasn't really necessary for anyone else to, to worry about that. That's kind of, you know, come and gone over, over my life. But the past two years have been pretty, pretty massively, like, shifting for me in a lot of ways, I guess. And not only is she embracing and navigating her own individual gender transition, but for the last two years, Zara's been raising a child. His name is Sebastian Gordon Moonbeam Bix McIntosh. And he's the best. Pretty close after he was born, his mother and I, who were in a, a really awesome partnership, just kind of fell apart pretty rapidly. But we're in a really good place now and still really, really close. And we, we share the the raising of him and that's super awesome. The experience of having a child really made a lot of things that were easy for me to kind of push to the back of my mind or to not take so seriously or think oh, I can worry about that later. It kind of shattered all that and it became very, very like immediate, like to be the most authentic, the most true version of myself as I can be, because when you have this little person that's like just looking up to you, any facades or any inconsistencies that I may have had in my life, just like I can't, I have to like shake those out and be like solid. Fathering a child, you have, I had a lot of people all of a sudden projecting all sorts of different, very specific energy and expectation on me that I did not know what to do with and did not resonate with in a lot of ways. And that was a big thing that made me sort of really shatter that older identity a lot quicker. Just having Sebastian in my life, it helps like polish off like a lot of things that, you know, I could get caught up in like worrying about, you know, what somebody else thinks or worrying about, you know, what's in or what's cool or trying to be part of the scene or that thing, which has never really been a big part of me. But I think once he was born, it made me realized that that was, had crept into my life a lot more than I realized. And it puts it into such perspective when, you know, I come home and I'm like, oh, I'm just hanging out with this guy. I mean, if, I think if you actually looked actually at my output, my creative output, I've been a lot more active after he was born, which is crazy because I've been busier and more stressed, but it just made me feel inspired and like just wanting to 
create as much of a certain energy and a certain feeling that I have always kind of been compelled to create, but it's like just wanting to surround him with that. I, I run on a lot of inspiration. Like I need inspiration to fuel me and I'll just like burn through it and be like on empty. And now it feels like I just have this like steady ember just constantly burning that I always have. I know exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing. And I don't have to, I don't question that in a way that maybe I used to, if that makes sense. Yeah. Why? Why, why, uh, why are you doing what you're doing? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, instinct, animal instinct. When I first reached out to Zara about being a featured music maker, she was into the idea, but hesitated. She said it's because we are a woman's show, and she doesn't fit the common definition of woman by much of society's standards. Zara says that as a trans woman, she's felt unwelcomed by women-centric groups. I know what I believe. I sort of know that I don't uh, don't question my own own, uh, experience and what's real to me, and that gender isn't something that I see as relating the biology so much at all. People's experiences are valid. I, mean, I, I just have had a lot of specific feedback that someone who does not have a womb is in some way co-opting the storyline of real women. Um, and that's something that, that I didn't expect to encounter, but I can kind of see where it's coming from. I guess that's really a lot of what I'm getting at is just not wanting to be in this position where I'm where I'm trying to co-opt somebody else's storyline, just trying to uh, tell my own story, trying to have my own storyline. Today, November 11th, through Inner Island's label, Stag Hair is releasing Tapestry a series of mostly ambient works driven entirely by the inspiration and input of listeners through a commission-based system. It's four hours of material spread over 16 tracks, and each 15-minute track was improvised with somebody in mind, decided by the person commissioning the piece. Tapestry is a box set of four tapes, and Zara likes releasing on tape not only because of the warm and dated sound, but because it gives the music a tangible presence and gives the listener the opportunity to bond with the sounds beyond selecting tracks from a playlist on the computer. People are back into building cassette collections again, so it's a good way to create a physical manifestation of your music and have it out in the world. Zara has been working on this musical project for over eight years, and she describes it as non-linear. One album or track isn't better than the last, but more of a companion or complement to it. Stag hair will grow in that way, always taking new shapes. I have felt in a lot of ways as a caretaker for the project, I guess. My role is to facilitate it, and it's not necessarily my role to define it or to decide exactly what it is. I have, you know, I guess it is in a lot of ways it could be like raising a child where it's like, I have guidelines, like guidance to where I think, where I think it should go based on my experience and based on my, my mental capability. But ultimately it's going to, it's going to be what it wants to be. <laughs> something like that. Maybe get back to me in like 10 years and I'll have more insight. 
To those of us making art and music, going through a transition, a big life change, or just living everyday life, Zara has some advice. And yes, it's age old, but you really can't hear it enough. Don't worry about what other people think. Yeah, it's been said, but it, and it's a lot easier to hear it or to say it than to actually embody it. I think ultimately everyone knows exactly what they need to do. I think we were born with the instincts to go in the direction we need to go and to, to do what we need to do and become what we need to become. Don't question yourself so hard. Just trust yourself, I guess. It's just something I'm trying to learn to do. And it seems like, uh, seems like the way to go for me. <laughs> Thank you so much to Zara Asha Moonbeam Biggs Garrick for taking the time to talk with us. Visit our website, shedoespodcast.com slash music, to find out more about Stag Hair and how you can get your hands on the Tapestry Project released today. There are only 50 box sets to be had, so visit stag-hair.net and snag yours now. She Does is a part of Slate's Panoply Network, and this episode was produced by myself, Sarah Ginsberg, and Elaine Sheldon. And sound design is by Bradford Krieger of Hanging Horse Studio. You should check out his latest project, a band called Big Nice. They just released an EP. Find it at bignice.bandcamp.com. Join us next Wednesday for our 23rd episode with Mo Scarpelli and Alexandria Bombach, co-directors of Frame by Frame, a much-buzzed-about documentary exploring Afghanistan's recent revolution of photography through four local photojournalists. Thank you for listening to She Does. Music. <laughs>